this is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to The Makers of Minnesota, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And I have Mary Leonard on the line, and she is the owner and the chocolatier at Chocolat Celeste. And Mary, you and I talked, boy, I think it's almost like a year and a half now about uh, Mm -hmm. starting Chocolate Celeste. And I bet you never thought you'd be selling chocolates curbside. No, I didn't. But I really do like selling chocolates curbside. I bet you get to see people. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, actually, um, we have options on our website that are both for mailing chocolates and for curbside service. And so there is an option right under shop that says curbside. And I have created and plan to continue to create new things under the curbside option because I know people are living a little bit different lifestyle now and they might want something that is lower cost as well. And also just for more variety. So um, the first curbside thing I created were boozy chocolates. And oh, that went really, really well. And it continued to be on there too. And you know, in the past, I have to admit, I wouldn't have made something boozy because I thought I was too classy. But it it worked, and I'm really happy with the collection. That's the boozy. And today I sold seconds, which I never put them on my website before. And it was a big rush all day today. But um, as um, I was thinking about things like today with the, actually, with there's not going to be a state fair, yeah. I'm thinking about what kinds of things I can put on a stick that are chocolate. I think it's a and great also, idea. People are going to be looking for also, alternatives. Yeah. And I'm going to be also looking at this today. I'm going to be making, tomorrow at home, I'm going to be testing marshmallow, homemade marshmallow. And I haven't made that in a long time. That's why I'm trying it at home first. <laughs> and then I think I'm going to do some sort of alternative for that can, people can, um, you know, buy at curbside and come over and get it. And then they don't have to worry about you know, they can just have more of that at home <laughs> and without having to have the fire and get together with other people or anything else. Right, right. So I'm happy about that. And of course, I created a breast cancer chocolate. Let's talk about that because you mm-hmm. have been diagnosed with breast cancer right uh, before mm-hmm. Mother's Day. And I have to wonder, you know, it's hard enough diagnosis to have, yet to have it in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. What was that like? Well, I actually, um, it was okay. Um, I think that was really, um, I had actually had the surgery right after Valentine's Day. And I was a little concerned about finances then because right after Valentine's Day is Lent. And there was literally no business at Lent. Everyone gives it up chocolate. But then the COVID-19 happened and then I was able to create a new thing. And it kind of, um, it was a buffer to what could have happened. And so that's optimistic in that way, but I know that that won't continue. So um, what I did for myself right at that time where it was beginning Lent, I went to look for help financially from the Hope Test for Breast Cancer. And it's a local organization that provides grants to people with breast cancer and their immediate funds. And I really mean immediate. They're not huge funds, but they're, you know, a boost up. They pay for a house payment or they pay your t- 
utilities mm-hmm. or they pay for your groceries. And I applied for that. And within three days, I had $750, which was half of my house payment. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed with them. And I had also met the um, founder. I met her like 20 years ago. And I met her and she was talking about her her two sisters that both died of breast cancer. And she started this because of it. And, you know, it, it crossed my mind that, you know, there were other people in my family that had had breast cancer and I always had a mammogram and nothing ever happened. Like, But my grandfather died of breast cancer. My aunt did. And what precipitated me to go faster this year with getting into the mammogram was that my sister was diagnosed in December. Wow. So you and your sister are having breast cancer at the same time? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she chose to have a double mastectomy, but I chose to have a double lumpectomy. And um, I just am, you know, grateful that, you know, she called me and I'm grateful that I was able to, you know, get in quickly and I'm grateful that I was a list getting appointments. You know, they wanted to put me out a couple of weeks and I said, no, do you have something sooner? And they said, we have something this afternoon. And I said, I'll be there. And then right. they wanted and then the next day they called me back and I and they said, well, there's something next week for the biopsy. I said, no. <laughs> and I said, What's your next appointment? So, and, and I had the first appointment that the um, that the surgeon had available too, and so it's all gone then. But then there was the slowdown because of COVID nineteen. Right, and you still had to produce and make chocolate during that time. Yes, I did. And was that physically challenging? How hard is it to make chocolate? Well, right now I have a very good employee that's been here for seven and a half years. So um, I take care of like all the technical things associated with it, making sure it's tempered right. But the physical nature of sending them down the machine, I don't do that. We have a conveyor belt system. Mm -hmm. I don't do as much of that as I did before. But I did do a lot of it um, at the beginning of COVID-19. And I did find that um, my incisions hurt at the end of the day. And um, there's something called zaps or zingers. Yeah. And I would have nerve nerve pain. And suddenly I'd jump and go, oh, feel that. And so those were the difficult things. But I kind of, you know, I stepped back to maybe where I should have been before and was more on creating new things. And that's where, you know, I'm at. There are days every day, you know, I make sure that the chocolate is tempered right and that I'm thinking of things and I'm tasting to make sure things are right. And I'm really teaching Kay to be in um, my place if if I get really sick. And that will come but it hasn't come yet. Yeah. And and you might be surprised that you're capable of more than you think. I think that was my experience, but everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I do like this um, co-promotion that you're doing with Hope Chest for Breast mm-hmm. Cancer. How long will that last? Or did you make just a batch or will it be ongoing? How can people get those chocolates? It will be ongoing. Um, we have um, some available to sell now. I'd like to sell at least 30 boxes in the next two weeks. And then um, after that, it will be a curbside option um, for over the summer, but we we can ship. But if someone wants to send it overnight, then we can ship it. But then I'm going to do a big promotion of it again um, during Breast Cancer Month, which is October. And it is my hope that I would sell 600 boxes, which would be that I would give them $15,000. 
That's great. And I've already given them over a thousand. And um, I know that there's so many other people that are that need this, especially now during COVID-19, the number of people that have lost their jobs. And, you know, everyone has to get treatment and they have to, you know, they have to survive this. And, and Cope Chess is a great a great organization. Yeah, it sure and, is. Are, mm-hmm. As you look ahead, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time now. Are you feeling um, impressed at the localness that people are feeling and the idea of shopping locally really seems like people have looked inward to their community for shopping and for buying things again? Mm-hmm. Have you been feeling that? I have been feeling that. And I've been also feeling really, really grateful to, on Facebook, the neighborhood um, groups that have allowed me to post and tell tell about my chocolates, which at before it was always hard and fast. It was, there was Small Business Monday and you never went outside of Small Business Monday. And now they will, you know, I can post any day. And so I'm doing a lot more social media than I did before, but more and more local people are really, you know, stepping up and coming in. And the regulars that I had for years are all coming in. And it, it's really impressive. And I think that I certainly hope it continues. I'm worried that it might not once the, you know, once people go back to work and everything, you know, seems the same, but still it's not, you know, restaurants and food, food places really still have not recovered. Yeah. And they need, and they, and I need, you know, to continue to have sales because the summer is normally not, but, you know, I'm going to be having the same expenses plus my medical expenses. And, you know, the, the people in restaurants are, you know, they've gone on far longer than I have without funds. And so, yeah, it's, it's really important. And uh, I try that. I also try not to buy from big organizations anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I have been more conscientious than ever before. And I was always pretty conscientious, but I would get my Amazon fix because it was quick or it was easier. I mm-hmm. could just tap and yeah. tap. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm being a lot more mindful now. We ordered your yeah. chocolates at Easter time um, for my daughter mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law, and they're always fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, I feel I it too. And I even go to a different grocery store now. You know, I go to, a, a, you know, more of a neighborhood grocery store than I go to the, the, you know, the big chains. It also is important for me because I don't want to be around a lot of people. And some of the places I've gone that are large places, it's just ugly and stressful. Right, right. So, yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't need that right now at all. Yeah. Although just... I do want to say to that. I do feel better than I did before I had cancer. Right now I do because I had been anemic for so long that I didn't know that there was really something wrong, you know. And so they've they've given me iron infusions and other things that, you know, I couldn't just say anything but wonderful things about Park Nicollet and my dark and my doctor. Oh, that's so great. I'm glad to hear it. And Mary, thanks for catching us up on what you're doing. I will release this call next Friday. Um, okay. And people are going to be excited to hear from you. So I'm glad that you're still making all the chocolate happen over at Chocolate Celeste. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you so much. For thanks, letting Mary. Me be yeah, on. absolutely. Right, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. 